Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boot to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your podcorn search today. Yeah, Mr. Chaos, boots to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to episode 181 of Boot to the Face I'm Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez here on Twitch Powered by FullPressCoverage.com Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. Marty, how the hell are you, buddy? I like that hat. Uh, uh, I like this hat, too. It was a guy at the All-Star game that was supposed to be in Atlanta last year. Ended up not being, so I ended up having to wear it to Coors Field in Denver, which was okay. Um, wish that they had a world championship hat much like this one, but they don't. Um, uh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. What size hat do you wear? Um seven and three quarters i'll send you one they got them out there yeah with the patch yeah i bought one i bought one it was uh it's a little bit too big for me i bought seven and three quarters and as i i think i need right under seven and three quarters whatever that is seven five eight right now yeah i think seven and five bases my the one i got that just says world series on it is a little snug so i went up to seven and three quarters without even trying the fucking thing on and I bought it, and it's but yeah, World Series champions has got the gold around the A, the whole thing. I was it's a flat bill, which I wanted the the one with the kind of curved bill, but still flat a little. Yeah, I'm not into the flat bill, so yeah, I'll I'll send you that. I'll get that. Yeah, what's your WrestleMania I, ticket? I'll get that in the mail this week. It. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, dude. So the one thing about Dallas, I forgot to talk about this. My fucking hats got fucked up in my suitcase. Oh no, dude. 
all my hats. If you could tell, I was a bit of a little of a tilt to the yeah. bill. Yeah. Like in my in my suitcase, it's there's a separator, right? Mm-hmm. And I had them like secured in the top half by itself. Nothing could get in there. Nothing could push into it. Um, they motherfucking just handled my shit wrong because they when I got them out, like all my hats and there were all the bills were bent. I'm like, this is bullshit. Uh, I've done travel like this many times, never had a single issue. Some of my hats, I, you know, are a couple years old, no issues, and they fucked up my hats. I'm like, all right, this is bullshit. Um, so yeah, no, that'd be weird because the World Series I had, I have is like the, the strap back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hate weak, weak that. as fuck. I hate that that's the only championship hat they got is the fucking, right? like that. Give me a flex fit at the very least. Yeah, exactly. I'm a flex fit guy. I don't, I don't really like the fitted hats. But, I, you know, I rock one every now and then, especially if it's the Braves World Series one, right? But I take all my hats on my carry-on. I have a backpack that I do on carry-on, and I put all my hats in there. My hats. See, I usually do, too. Yeah. Um, But I, I had, uh, I stuck them in there this time because I was going to have a little bit of extra stuff in my bag. So I was like, oh, I'll just put them in there. I had the extra space for it, and I've done it before. Uh, and Yeah, it just, it just fucking sucked. I was pissed. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I told you this one. Going through the airport to get there the lady takes my fucking world title out of my backpack and starts like showing it to people and we're already kind of running late little did we know the fucking flight was going to get delayed twice but yeah she takes my they put my belt through uh you know when you're going through security you got to put your carry-on back through the little thing well mine stopped at the top and everybody was rude as fuck at atlanta by the way the atlanta airport these motherfuckers are so rude so i'm like hey my bag is like caught up there and instead of them saying yeah because we flagged it and we're going to search it. The guy just fucking looks at me. And then I look up. Something knocks my bag to the other side. And I don't know that that's what that is. I just thought it was a mistake. Like my bag accidentally got pushed over there. I'm like, hey, that's my bag. And the guy just looks at me. Starts fucking taking it out and puts it on another thing. And then the lady, she pulls it out. She's like, what is this? I was like, oh, it's a championship belt. I'm going to get signed when I go to Dallas. She starts going, hey, Phil, look at this. I'm waiting on them to start like taking pictures with it and shit. And I'm like, okay, uh, like I do, I do have a fucking flight. Like, I don't know if y'all know why I'm here or not, but I'm not here to fucking let y'all take my shit and play with it. But we eventually got there. And then on the way back from Dallas, my wife is like, I wonder if they're going to do that with the belt. I'm like, nah, they're probably used to all the fucking championship titles that went through there from between wrestlers and fans that were getting shit signed. Like, I doubt they had any issues in Dallas where they fucking flagged any titles. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you uh, so in the airport Dallas? I don't know, man. I feel like some of these airports need to update their shit. I don't know how it is in Hartfield. Um, I know that like LA has changed some stuff, so like they have a different sensor now. So basically, everything is like all your electronics can stay in the bag. Um, your shit can stay on. You know, you, you know, other places it's like, oh, take off your shoes, take this off, take that off, empty this out. Your tablet needs to be in its own computer or its own yeah. bin, you mm-hmm. know, where LAX, they have it to where they just usually leave it in your bag now. Hmm. But everywhere else I've been, it's like, oh, take it out, take this out. I'm like, oh, fuck, you guys need to update your shit. Yeah. This sucks. I don't, I don't, you gotta I don't take it out. In, uh, in Atlanta, you got to take everything out, which yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Like, whatever. As long as the motherfucker don't take a weapon on there to bring the plane down while we're on there, search the shit out of me because I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. It's a little inconvenient, but it is what it is. Air- airport just- security line, the the people that decide to go in that line, it's like those who are efficient and know what the fuck they're doing and get in and out quickly, 
and those that don't know how to run a self checkout. Yeah, it's the same fucking people. You Nothing's know I mean? worse than the motherfucker that gets up to the line and they're like, "All right, give me your ID," and they're like, "Oh," and they're just fucking. They're looking through all their bags and shit. It's like, have you not been here before? Like, did, did have you really laces think they were going to the top? And, yeah, did you uh, think they were going to let you get on the fucking plane without your identification? Like, just a ticket? Get the right. fuck out of here. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. It is what it is. Fucking. I was trying to think of what else happened to me. Uh, my wife always gets stopped at security. Like, they always have to like pull her aside. That's because they see her almost. with you, and they're like, "Ma'am, are you here willingly, or are you here by force?" Blink like, twice if you need help. They pull her aside. They're like, "So, how do I get a husband as fucking handsome and charming?" <laughs> like, can you tell me the secret? She's like, "Oh, just have a big butt, I guess." Um, what up, Joey Delorme? Joey Delorme's in the chat. Uh, but yeah, travel. We'll be traveling pretty soon, Marty, for SummerSlam. Pre-sale tickets went on sale recently. Uh, I didn't grab any just because. Just cause. But yeah, pre-sale went on sale. What was it, Wednesday? Friday, I thought. No, it was Wednesday. It was, it was in Wednesday? the middle of the week they went on sale. Uh, no, no, I got the email on Wednesday saying they were going on sale on Friday. So I'm pretty sure it was Thursday or Friday. Because yeah. uh, it was the same day that the, the tickets for the All-Star game, baseball, the MLB All-Star game went on sale too. Which I forgot to fucking look and get tickets for that, so that's gonna be expensive as hell. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I didn't get tickets either, but I was. Are we, are we not? Are we not doing the 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 setup with the group? That's what. I, that's what I was just thinking. I was just about to say the reason I didn't even worry about tickets was because of the sweet life we're gonna try to live with uh, the whole filter free network. We're just honestly waiting on them to get pricing from the stadium or whatever yeah um i don't know i've never sat in a suite like i hear it's gonna be fun SummerSlam would be the time to do it i like sitting in the crowd i like being closer to the ring but where we were sitting for wrestlemania if it's anything like that the suites were right behind us right so we literally were sitting suite level and if yeah we i mean see... all honestly i'm sure we could have jumped the, the climb oh the yeah wall and sat in there and, and just sat up there we wouldn't have been able to get out <laughs> 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 But uh, I'm surprised those suites weren't fucking taken up because those suites were that was optimum viewing for uh, yeah. an event that big at a stadium that big. So if the setup is like that in Nashville, I'm not going to have any problem like sitting in the suite and watching the fucking action. Hell no, especially if you get to like your people, you know, you, get to, you know, that's a different environment as well. Um, it's fun. I'm not going to lie, you get to stretch out a little bit. You know, some fucking little punk ass next to you leaning over your seat and like sprawling over and. You know, putting their legs on their dad's lap and shit, and it's like just the fuck down. And I'm pretty sit sure straight, sit straight in your lap in your seat and watch the show. If you don't want to hear, how about you go sit up in the terminal upstairs and just fucking sit down at a table. And I'm pretty sure uh, it's gonna be rain or shine. So if the weather sucks, hot, rainy, whatever, we'll be in the suite and it won't fucking affect us. Yeah, that works for me too. So I'm good with that. I don't understand uh, doing the outside stadium for uh, wrestling though. Like, cause then they're gonna have to build the those big ass covers and shit like that, yeah, to block the sun and block the. Then you got the big giant pillars on yeah, the rings exactly. on the corners, that which is gonna block, block off half and, of it. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Delorme said Marty wants a place to lay down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Joey. I was dozing off. I didn't fall asleep. I was dozing off. That's such a, a great video he had of you. You were like. And you'd wake up, be like, oh, this match still sucks. Let me close my eyes again. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what it was. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, 
besides that, how was your week, man? Your week pretty good? Yeah, week's been good. Um, did I buy anything this week? I bought some... Uh, what did I buy? I bought some cards. I've been finding WWE cards. Uh, made a couple... Those are just merely, like, fun. I don't even keep them, yeah. I don't think. I think I always end up giving them away. But I buy them just to see what I can pull out of there. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the all-women's 2022 edition of it. I got a couple really good Becky and Bianca Belair cards. A lot of Sasha. A lot of fucking, uh... What's her name? Older wrestler. Was it Trish? I don't think it was Trish. It was one of the older generation women that aren't... Lita. My God. It was, like, two Litas in every eight-card pack that I got. Um, well, you have my address. So, Brian says, fuck a popcorn match, and that matches are the way to go. <laughs> what up, Brian Sanders? Long time, no chat. I know. I haven't talked to him in a while. I feel like he sent me something like not too long ago. Yeah, hopefully um, everything's all good with him. How was, uh, you guys Easter? Did you guys do anything? Uh, we went out to, uh, the, the in-laws house, kids Easter egg hunt. Um, that was it, really. Like, I don't know. My kids are getting older now, so Easter's not as like fun anymore uh the the herd is thinning out at the in-laws house like all the kids are getting older so less and less people are starting to show up now so pretty soon that'll probably be a thing of the past which i'm fine with because it's such a fucking such a fucking long day like where uh honestly, how far are they from you guys i don't know like 35 minutes but oh, still, not too bad. like i gotta drive like i drive all week <laughs> <laughs> right and then like if it's if i work that saturday before you know it's like like fuck, like I don't get a break. Uh, today, as soon as we leave here, or as soon as I get done here, I'll be headed to Home Depot, grabbing a shitload of mulch and shit to get my yard in order finally, because the weather's been you going real bad, mulch. So. You going rubber mulch? Uh, real mulch, but the painted black kind. I like mm. the black mulch. It's uh, we used that last year, and it it looked pretty nice. I have this big tree in my front. If you, yard. If you buy the black rubber mulch, then you don't have to replace it every year. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do then. Just is it cheaper or more expensive? It's. I mean, it might be a couple of dollars more per bag. That's a lot. You're not going to buy like 50 re- bags. <laughs> you're not going to have to replace it next year. You're going to have yeah. it for like a lot longer period of time. We'll Just saying. Um, last and year, it's it's right now. It's that season time. It's on sale. Uh, that shit. Fucking. They'll they'll put multiple bags on sale. So. Yeah. Good time. I hope it. I hope it's on sale now. Um, I got a big tree in my front yard. And it's fucking my grass up because the roots are, like, stealing all the fucking water and shit from the grass. So I'm starting to get these big fucking patches. And I've been paying uh, a company to come out and, like, get <laughs> EJ Reese's home improvement to the face. I've been paying yeah, a company to come I used to, out. I used to manage. I used to run that store. What are you talking about? Um, I used to rock that orange apron. Yeah. I had I paid a company to come out and, like, put chemicals and shit in my yard. And it doesn't seem to be doing anything. So I'm gonna catch some chemicals shit. in that tree. You put drill some holes in there and pour some shit down yeah. there. Well, the, the what I'm gonna do out. is I'm gonna extend the perimeter around the tree and just put mulch around there where the patches are. Pretty soon my whole fucking yard is just gonna be mulch. I don't give a fuck though. That's less grass for me to pay Guadalupe to cut. So, <laughs> so it is what it is. Wow. wow, Guadalupe. That's his fucking name, Marty. Don't, <laughs> don't be racist. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't even. Give the lo- you want to look him up? You want to look him up? I'll give you his number. The Lopez brothers here in Metro Atlanta. Lopez. His name's Guadalupe Lopez. That's who I write the fucking check out every two weeks to. Sixty bucks. Him and his him and his sons come with a red Silverado. One of them fucking jumps on the ride mower. 
One grabs the edger, the other one grabs the blower. These motherfuckers are weld oiled. It takes them like 30 minutes to do my whole fucking yard. And that shit looks pristine. What, you don't want to go out there with your white New Balance? Nah. Nah, nah, I ain't that like nah, shit. Nah. I feel like you go out there for like 20 minutes and your your space is swelled up and you're like, yeah, sinuses I I'm... are killing you for the next two weeks. Actually, my allergies hadn't been that bad with pollen and shit like that this year. But Good. yeah, I fucking I go out, I have a cup of coffee. As soon as I hear the truck pull up, I stay long enough to wave at them. And then when they're done, I write the check. Like, it's the life. I ain't got time to be doing all that fucking manual labor every weekend, Marty. You kidding me? I work hard during the week. Fuck that. Nice. I'm putting money back into the economy. Paying the Lopez brothers to do. Bless you. Um, You want to take a break and then get to some wrestling finally when we get back? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So when we get back, we got a lot of wrestling to talk. Uh, might talk a little Mike Tyson too. Apparently he was uh he was on an airplane. He had, he had a little airport travels this week <laughs> that we got to talk about. So we will be back here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. I'm cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, shit, thought that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. All of the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. To my bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings, I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you, bitch I'm a dog. Beat the whole walls loose, then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me, swear all these hitters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Big rolls on me, keep me company. Hey, the moves, pull up and ghost. My diamonds a choker, holding the fire with no holster. Break the roll, the diamonds cold. It's a rollie, not a mule, though. Dabbing on them like the usual. Magic with the brick to voodoo. Corpse high with a bad bitch. Then I send that bitch an Uber. You're rich plus some bougie. Tryna make my life a movie. Raindrops, drop top. Smoking on cooking a hot box. Fucking on your bitch, she a thot thot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to Sunday, bruh. I don't trust nobody, grip the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. From here, ever give you a Bad and bougie, whipping up dope with the Uzi. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. My bitch is bad and bougie. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 181. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here talking everything in the world of professional wrestling. What's up there, Marty? What, what you want to get into? Well, you, you teased it before we left, so might as well get talking to it. I was going to bring it up, but then we started talking about other stuff. Airport. Uh, airplanes, Mike Tyson don't handle that shit. Um, yeah, I man, how would you react to somebody who's pestering you, bugging you, and throwing shit at you? I can tell you, I don't think that would happen to me because I'm not Mike Tyson. 
Um, but you're Chris re- fucking Rucker. You're Chris Rucker. How I'll react to it? They know you know. fight kids. I don't they know. know those like, hands ain't kayfabe. <laughs> I mean, if you get into a fight on an airplane, that's like a federal offense, isn't it? Like, that's a big time assault charge, right? That's not just. I don't a know if it's a federal offense. I mean, I'm I sure mean, you're, you in air, you're in the air. You're in the air. Pilot. They weren't in the air though. They were. They were. They were in the on the plane on the floor yeah. at the terminal. I don't know, but I feel. I mean, who knows what the legalities of it are? Like, I'm sure Mike Tyson's gonna have a hefty fine to pay and probably get in trouble. But you get what you ask for. Like, why are you fucking with Mike Tyson? You know that motherfucker crazy. <laughs> like, and I don't know if you know this or not. You heard it. I know. I know he's been in all these movies and he's like a punchline guy now. I don't know if you know this. Like, he's a world heavyweight champion boxer. Like, he was the baddest man on the planet for years. Like, that power just doesn't go away. Like, talk about hands not being kayfabe. Like, you can't go and complain after you egg him on and, like, basically make him whoop your ass and then say, Mike Tyson whooped my ass. I want to I sue. Nah, you don't get any money. You get ass whooping. You get what you ask for. Like, people now think that shit they do and say goes without repercussions now. And as soon as they get the repercussions, they run and claim victim. You're not a victim. You started it. He finished it. That's what happens when you get your ass whooped. Like, you start it, somebody else finishes it, take your ass whooped and go home. Now you're famous. You get to say Mike Tyson beat your ass. Exactly. You know, people do shit. Um, the accountability's not there. And the fucking, what's it? Uh, people people have been given so many liberties that they forgot how to act right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the fuck gives you the privilege to be a dickhead? You know what I mean? Like, they're on the flight. I get that. You know, he's fucking Hall of the guy's a fucking legend. Let's just be. It's, it right. is what it is. National like, treasure, that guy. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you got to go fucking pester him and fucking annoy the shit out of him. Like, you get what you get. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you don't fucking do that. Have some fucking decorum. Like, like, I don't know, man. Respect. Yeah. Manners. Be a fucking civilized person. I don't I'm know, man. Think, you throw a water bottle and hit Mike Tyson, you get what you deserve. I'm trying to think, like, what's going through your mind where you're fucking with Mike Tyson? Like, <laughs> you're, you're thinking, I'm going to get this motherfucker to punch me because I'm about to get paid. And second I can of all, see, why the fuck is Mike Tyson flying JetBlue? Jet, jet I mean, I mean come that's on. how the rich stay richer, Marty. You don't, you don't have to spend money just because you got money. I didn't say you had to spend money, but, like, you wouldn't be, I mean, we talked about this last time. JetBlue's, like, one step above spirit. I mean... You know, you know when you hear like, "Oh, this celebrity was killed in a in a flight." You know, I mean, JetBlue is kind of like that flight. I mean, we don't Mike Tyson talk about being a national treasure. You better put your hats on some, you know, name quality. Maybe uh, who knows? Maybe he's got like a a contract with them to where he like flies for free if he promotes them on Twitter or some shit. Well, who they knows? got some promotion this week from him. That's for damn oh, they sure. Definitely did. Um, but like, if the if the now, if the guy was like, hey, can I get an autograph? And Tyson was like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, dude, I just, I just want an autograph. That kind of thing. Tyson started punching him. Yeah, you're wrong, Mike. But this dude so, was like. I don't know if like, you read it at all, but I read through some different articles. <clears throat> and it sounded like the guy was like, at first, it was very cordial between both of them. Like, he was like, hey, you know, how's it going? Whatever. Talking. And then the guy was just like, they, they said that he's an overly excited fan. Uh, it was cordial. They were. They, they said that you know the people saw him and they were just talking and it was, uh, you know, hi this, hi that, whatever. Mike Tyson, and then the guy just kept like amplifying his shit, 
further and further until you know i is you know i think he threw a water bottle at him so i don't think it was it was anything to do with tyson it was all about the guy just being obnoxious piece of shit yeah that's i don't know man like again i I don't know what you expected to get out of it (laughs) when you're well you got a picture you got a picture of mike afterwards so i don't know after he got his ass kicked? Yeah, after like after they got Oh, probably like, hey, I'm not going to press charges if you fucking Oh, they're definitely pressing charges. Then then lawyers are they lawyers settled up. They're going to try to get as much as they how you should. You know the lawyers trying to get more cuz they get the more they get the guy, the more they get paid too. Well, I tell that, you what. They're trying to get Mike fucking, Tyson rich. Yeah, if he fucking gets that lawsuit and he wins, Mike Tyson would definitely be flying jet blue and spirit after that shit. Like, <laughs> shit. Have you seen due date where they're checking the the but with the car across the country because he got kicked off the plane, that's gonna be Mike Tyson's ass. <laughs> well, classic uh, Mike Tyson story. Whoop motherfucker's ass on the plane. Like when I saw that headline, I was like, "Yeah, I can see that." <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then there's, there's no then surprise. A, a video afterwards of like him on a plane with Dana White, and I don't know some other UFC guys. I didn't notice who they were. And Dana White's in a chair, and Mike Tyson's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take that seat. Yeah, we're gonna switch." Basically, like, and just straight up says, like, I like this view better. And since then, it's fucking makes Dana White get up and move chairs so he can sit down and see them. Like, yeah, that's about right. Dana White's like, You saw my- what happened to the last two security guards. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson <laughs> asked for your chair. You get up and move. Just say, Fuck yeah. I could be sitting with my wife and be like, Hey, I'm sitting there. You got it. <laughs> Leanne, give me an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, uh, that's, you know, just trying to get that out there. I mean, obviously, it's not wrestling, but it's combat sports. And Mike Tyson's in that in the WWE Hall of Fame, so why not talk about Mike Tyson? You know what I'm saying? Um, we had some champions. It's just you know, I'll be honest with you. Did, did you watch wrestling this week? I know. Yeah, I, know I watched. Uh, ask when you're talking wrestling on a podcast, but I watched Dynamite. I watched. Okay. No, I'm sorry, I didn't watch Dynamite. I watched Rampage. Is that the one on Friday? Yes, sir. Uh, I watched a little bit of SmackDown this morning. I watched a little bit of Raw. Uh, a little bit of NXT. Real big fan of Toxic Attraction. I always try to tune in for that. Um, Who isn't? Yeah, I mean, I watch a little bit here and there. I just, you know, I don't know. It's okay. yeah, I watch wrestling. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, we had a new we had a new United States champion crowned this week on Monday night. Mm. Uh, see this match at all? I didn't see the match, but just like, why we trying to make Austin Theory happen? Like, now, I I don't know one person on social media or in real life. That's a big Austin Theory fan that is just like, man, that dude's got the goods. Like, I remember right. when Cena came out and people didn't know what to expect. And WWE was like putting him in these high profile situations with like The Undertaker and Kurt Angle. And you're like, damn, they pushing the shit out of this dude. Why? But you could see it. Like, Cena was good. He had, there was something about him, right? Or, uh, or the women wrestlers, they do like that. Like Bianca Belair. Like, she came on the scene. She's getting put in all these fucking high-profile matches. You see it. You see she's got the it fact. Austin Theory, like, there's nothing about him that I like. I didn't like the Pat McAfee match besides Pat McAfee. I didn't care for him getting stunned. Like, he sold the shit out of it. He's annoying, right? Like, little fucking stupid selfies. Like, we already seen that with Tyler Breeze. All you're missing is a selfie stick. And then Vince constantly being with him. I don't know. It just... You can tell they want him to be one of the guys, but he ain't Roman Reigns. He ain't Seth Rollins. I mean, I know they've been in the game for years, and he hasn't been, but usually you can tell when somebody has that it factor, and I can't see anything. I just don't like him. I don't I don't like seeing him on my TV. I don't like seeing him wrestle. 
I don't like his promos. Like, there's nothing about him that I like. I'd rather somebody else be put in this spot than him. But, you know, it is what it is. Congrats on being the U.S. champion. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, yeah, you make a good point there. Like, when Cena came out, um, you know, I loved it. I I take the credit for that for back to my, my WoW magazine days because I remember – I think I still have the magazine with him in the Fucking back. I love those prototype. magazines. Future, future wrestlers or whatever it was called, the very last page and the prototype. I'm like, oh, shit. And then Cena coming up. Oh, fuck. I know that guy. Oh, shit. Uh, but the – the, yeah, you talk about the it factor, and I know they keep pushing him. I I don't see it. I, I you know honestly when he is heel and when he's like not being the overly smiley selfie guy, I can I can kind of get entertained by it and kind of buy in to a little bit of what they're doing as far as a heel. But when he does starts doing like the smiley shit and the goofiness and the selfies, it's it's really obnoxious and annoying. Um, I don't, I don't see him being like a top guy like that. Um, like you mentioned, you know, yeah, Rollins and Roman have been in the game for a while, but when they came out, you, you can, you, you could see that the dominance was there. The, the star power was there. And given they were coming out as the shield, you can still tell that all three of them were guys that were going to, you know, be at that next level, be at that right. top tier talent. Right. You don't see that with him. And the fact they keep pushing him, and it's it's not it's not like Charlotte Flair push where they're just like, Ugh, Ugh. you know, but <laughs> eventually it's going to get there, and they, you know they don't watch what they do, it's going to get there quickly. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie, though, the whole Vince thing, I love it. You can see for some reason when he comes out, you can just see he's having fun with it. You know, like give me one last, give me one last run on TV just to have fun. I, I enjoy, it. I, I I like Vince, but um. The whole everybody coming out to celebrate with him, and then Daddy walks out and like, okay, come here, boy, and he like literally gets out and comes, you know, chase the hug and, and trying to trying to get there and, and be there. It was just okay. That's that's kind of odd, but when when do hills come out and celebrate a championship victory with some random fuck? Like, there's no history with any of the people that came out and like celebrated with him with Austin Theory. Did Vince tell them to go out there? Like, is there a story behind this? Like, wh- I think there's point? going to be a story. I feel like there's going to be more to it. I feel Do like all these motherfuckers just not like Finn Balor? <laughs> right? Like, they were all like, finally, somebody took the belt from fucking Finn Balor. Let's go sell it. Like, I don't right? understand. The it guys made no only sense. had it for a month and a half, but somebody finally took it from him. It made um, no sense why all these guys came out and celebrated yeah. with him. Agreed. At all. Absolutely. At all. Um, oh, real quick. You, Wild Magazine. I know this is ADD as fuck, but that shit used to slap so hard. Like, because if you remember, all the magazines that weren't WWE or WCW were mostly black and white. Like PWI, uh, all all the wrestler, the wrestler, all those magazines were black and white, and they may have had like two or three different colors in there. Wild always had like full page, like almost like a poster of a wrestler. Right. They were glossy. The paper was full color. Like, now the magazine was ten bucks. Don't, I, I ain't gonna sell you and tell you that the magazine didn't cost a lot. But that was my favorite wrestling magazine. But WWE, like WWE magazine, cost seven ninety nine. Yeah, I was you gonna say. But so. besides WCW and WWE, um, that was my favorite magazine that that came out. 
the raw magazine was yeah you know i had i wish i still had pictures of this stuff my bedroom was covered in like wrestling uh magazine photo covers so like you know you have the sting you got the rocks and all that but i had one wall whoo buddy it was basically like the cat sable jacqueline oh, yeah. china like all sunny right like Oh, I was the it's so funny. Like our walls, fan. just a couple years difference. Our walls are totally different. <laughs> like I, cat was on mine. I'm not gonna lie, cat was on mine. You know, but then I had Trish and Lita. Yeah, uh, I had them. You know, Terry Runnels uh, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a little while. You know what I mean? That one with uh, Lita, where she's uh it was the like, was it the bikini edition? Divas where Lita's in the, the cover. Hedonism. She's on the cover. Yep. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first, the first WWE hedonism. Oh yeah, I had a thing for Lita back in the day, and then I kind of grew out of like the the trashy. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Thing. I feel like the whole thing with Edge kind of set me off. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Though. She and then got, I then, then she, I stayed, but then she I, turned I, the heat up the when she got with Edge, though. Right after that is kind of when I kind of started stop watching wrestling, though. So that's kind mm-hmm. of why as well. So, but everything up to that, like from when she came on with Sa Rios, I'm like, oh, who the, who's this? Right. Who that? Who that? Oh, and they had some good, some really good covers of uh, wrestling back. Then. My, I'm, I wish I could. Excuse me, I wish I could find it. There's a cover of WCW magazine with Sting and Ravishing Rick Rude that I want really bad. Mm-hmm. Rude's got the fucking U.S. title kind of draped over his shoulder. Him and Sting are fucking face to face. Medusa's in the background because she was Rude's manager at the time. Rude had just took the title from Sting at Clash of the Champions after Sting got attacked backstage got sent to the hospital they didn't know he was gonna make it paul Heyman comes out because he was part of the dangerous alliance and he's like if sting can't by the way i don't know why paul Heyman got to make the rules but it's like if sting doesn't get here by the time the referee counts to 10 he forfeits the u.s title sting fucking rolls up in the ambulance like hobbling like it was a whole it was a he ended up losing the title that night but still as a kid when Rude and him met on the fucking aisleway and started throwing hands, I was like, fuck, yes, this is what I love. And then they come out with that magazine, and I don't know, it just, it just reminds me of being a little a little stinger as opposed to a big overweight stinger. <laughs> and he's still no, doing I, it. I remember those days, man. I, I, we, uh, we didn't have those magazines. I only had one little store in my town, so they didn't. They sure as hell weren't going to get – well, magazine, they had Guns and Ammo and Redneck 101. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, whenever we got to go out to town and would still, you know, I always remember we'd go. Um, I remember my brother and sister used to have to go to this like tutor school and shit like that. And I would go like next door to, to Kmart and I would get me, you know, Jack specific wrestling figure. Uh, I'd get me a, a CD and then a magazine. You know what I mean? Like I, I would. Get my shits. So I get my 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 WoW magazine because I always got WoW just because I didn't really watch WCW and ECW, but it had all that in it. So I got a little bit of my fix for it all there. Yeah. And then I got my, my wrestling figures, and then I got you know my CD. So it was a good time. Um, you remember? Wow. Do you remember the? Uh, I think it was Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I don't know if you ever read this one or not, but they used to have a ranking of all the federations, right? So mm-hmm. like. WWE, it will have their champion, say Bret Hart, and then it'd be like number one contender, the IC champion, and then number two, number three, number four, and then WCW, say Sting, and then the US champion, and then two through ten, 
But then over to the left, it would have overall rankings for all the federations, Mm -hmm. no matter if you were the champion or not. It'd have the top 10 wrestlers in the world for that month and then, like, the top 10 tag teams. And then they started putting the women in there eventually, like, towards the end. I, I used to take that shit so, like, how the fuck is Sting number seven? I used to take that shit so seriously, man. Like, take that shit personal. I'm, I'm gonna write these motherfuckers a letter. Like, I don't appreciate. He just beat Big Van Vader. How the fuck is he I'm number my, seven? I'm my crayons. Right. I'm my crayons. How, I gotta, how I dare you? This motherfucker just beat Big Van Vader and Ric Flair in the same month. Y'all got him number seven and Flair's number two. How? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That shit used to offend me, but yeah, I took that shit seriously. Um. And I guess that's where AEW kind of came up with their ranking system at the top 10. I always, I I think the top 10 stuff, more companies should, should do that and take it seriously. Like, I think that's a real way of people knowing, like the whole Britt Baker wouldn't have been nearly as popular if it wasn't for that top 10 ranking system where she was like, I didn't beat this person. And every time somebody would lose, she would come out and fucking move them down the charts. Like, her whole run up to being champion was because of the top 10 ranking. So I think more companies should do, I think AEW should take the shit more seriously and do it. If they're going to keep their records and, and whatnot, like make it a storyline. Absolutely. Um, Now you mentioned flair. We got flair versus Rousey two happening. Mm -hmm. Promo signing this week or uh, not promo. Um, Poor Drew Gulak. Matt's on fucking Drew Gulak, man. What's the deal with him? He's, he's just, so he's not wrestling anymore. He's just a fucking lackey for Adam Pierce. Well, I mean, he needs an. I mean, it's his intern. It's going to be his new assistant. Uh, I guess he needs someone there by his side since Sonya Deville's no longer going to be by his side. I'm guessing. I don't know. I so if Sonya Deville's going to be back in the ring, she needs to no longer be on screen as an as an official because she. Sucks. I like her better as an official. I mean, I know she attacks all the black people and like whatever, but I I like her better as an official. Then I like she's not good in the ring. I don't like her at all. I think Mandy clearly is a star of that team, mm-hmm. and like, didn't she retire from wrestling and then came back and? No, I can't she what didn't the retire. Was. She was kicked out. No, she not was sent packing. Or Mandy beat her to go home, leave town, loser leaves. Right, town. because in real life, she in was real stepping life, away. She had the the whole robbery thing. I don't think yeah. she retired. I thought she was just taking time off. But okay, all right. I don't know. Well, I didn't just, even I'm, think it was really that. I I don't you know what happened like that she was taking time off, but then it was like two years later, she's still not wrestling. So I don't know. I don't think there's a place for her though. Like you got all these big time like I think I think it's passed her by. Like taking all that time off and everybody else improving while you're just on the sidelines. Like I I don't want to see her and Bianca tomorrow. Like Bianca's definitely like if she beats Bianca tomorrow and takes the title, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um, I don't even honestly, I don't even think there's gonna be a finish, but or there's gonna be a finish. And I think Adam Pierce comes out and like, now your uh, your power is being a little used a little too much, a little too liberally right here. You're you're gonna well, lose your your power. I just saw. Uh, I was watching. Smackdown I think that's this you know what. Hold on. I think it leads to that. I think it leads to like a championship versus a title role. She loses. She loses the match. She loses her title or her official position i don't know something something fun like that we can we're talking about that. the the non-finish i saw this morning when i was watching smackdown i actually had to go back and rewind it they were promoing raw tomorrow and tomorrow's gonna be the first time becky's been back since wrestlemania mm-hmm. so i think 
I think we're looking full steam ahead at WWE WrestleMania Backlash. Becky versus Bianca. I don't know if I like it either. I don't like Becky losing two matches. In it. She's not going to take the title back from Bianca. I don't like her being unbeatable for all these fucking years and then losing two matches. And it's like, it's like when Lashley had the belt last year. He took it from Miz. He beat Drew at WrestleMania. Beat Goldberg, right? And then all of a sudden he starts losing. Like, lose the Big E. Lose the Goldberg. Loses the, lose the Big E again. All these title matches. Starts getting pinned left and right. Loses the fucking Lesnar. Like, I don't know. I just, or I'm sorry, he didn't lose to Lesnar. He lost a match with Lesnar involved in it at day one. But it was like, they made Lashley unbeatable, this monster. He loses one match. The next thing you know, he's lost six in a row. I'm hoping they don't do that with Becky. Like, honestly, I don't want to see her and Bianca again. Her and Bianca was great at WrestleMania. Let her do something else. Let Bianca have her title run and let Becky go do something else. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, definitely something different for her. Um, needs to be someone of value because if it's you know another feud like a dewdrop feud, I think that does more damage, more hurt for Becky. Um, she can elevate whoever she's with in the ring to another level. Um, just between promos, storyline. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna say she can like she. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. I think she is one of the best, but I don't think she's at that level where she can take anybody and and elevate them up to the next level. Right, if that makes sense, uh, and then put her in a feud with somebody who does, who can't wrestle at her level or even above her, and doesn't hold a, a light to the level of the mic skills, I think that does more damage for her than taking multiple losses in a row, uh, because then you just get bored of the program, and then you get bored of her, and I think that's the wrong way to go too. So they need to, if they're gonna have her in a different program, they definitely need to put her with somebody that's gonna you know help maintain or elevated to another status. She needs to stay elevated even without a title. And, you know, that WWE has a problem of uh, dropping people down tiers when they don't have titles because they don't know how to effectively program them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't, so. I don't know what's happening with the brand split. Um, Cause you know, you got Roman as both champions. He's finally back on TV this week. Uh, the Usos and RK bro are about to, have a fucking unification tag title match. So I don't know if the brand split's going to stick around or not. Or usually after WrestleMania, it's about draft time. I wouldn't mind seeing Becky move over to SmackDown. Fucking Ronda wins the title from Charlotte. Ronda goes on this fucking badass undefeated streak, even though Ronda this time is not good as Ronda the first time. Like, <clears throat> I mean, that's what started this conversation right here is Ronda versus Flair. And. Yeah. Man, it is bad. Like it's I think the promos right now are worse than we're leading up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh I don't know if you watched this part on Monday night, but Rhonda, you could barely hear her. She wasn't talking in the mic. She keeps making these like these little snide, smart ass comments on the side. It's like fucking put some bass in your voice. Say that shit with some confidence. You know what I mean? And then you have Charlotte the whole time. I beat your WrestleMania. Beat your WrestleMania. Like, are you a fucking child? Like, seriously, are you a child? Because that's how you sound. It's, it's um, oh my gosh, it's getting so obnoxious and annoying. Um, it's it's not good. I think Ronda should win, obviously. Get the title off Charlotte. My whole point to starting this was, I wouldn't mind seeing Ronda go on like a long winning streak, 
keep the title till Mania, and then them figure out a way for Becky versus Ronda to finally happen at Mania, and then whoever wins, wins. Uh, EJ Reed in the chat says, I think these wrestling talking heads just don't like Ronda, so they are over-exaggerating how dull this program is, and other talking heads just repeat what they hear from the peers like sheep. Every time Ronda comes out, the fans chant her name, and the matches aren't bad. All right. Is he talking shit about us? Eh, I don't think he's talking about us. I mean, he could be. Who knows? I mean, um, I was has nothing, at, the program has nothing to be dull with her wrestling. They have to, the program being dull has to be with dude with them on the fucking mics. It's like the storytelling there is not there. That's the problem. Also, and I don't want to be one of those people that are like, they pump shit in, but the whole, the fans are chanting their name. You got to be real careful with like <clears throat> how you react to certain things. Like that shit can be put like, I was at WrestleMania. I was drunk. Drunk, I ain't gonna lie. I don't remember anybody chanting Ronda's name at WrestleMania. <laughs> like, I don't know what her reaction was like. She gets a big reaction, she's a big fucking star. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I don't know. I just and I, I'm a fan of her, by the way. Like, her first run, I was team fucking Ronda all the way. Like, I thought she was, and then when she went outside and started tweeting shit about wrestling, like getting people fired up when she turned heel. I loved all of that, but I just feel like since she's been back this time, it hasn't been as exciting. It hasn't been. I feel like she's just going through the motions. I could I be think, wrong. I was about to say the same thing. It feels like she's going through the motions and not in a way that's, that's not so much entertaining, but not in a way that, like believable for her to be there. Yeah. And like, then as it's, far as- giving, it's giving more of a, I'm here to get paid and I'm here just to be here. Then it is like, I'm here because I want, because I'm back. Yeah. Like, I want that. I'm back because I'm fucking here to kick some ass. And then the fact that it's with Charlotte, like, yeah, I'm just over Charlotte. Like, Charlotte needs to go away for like six months. Actually, take time off. Don't go away for three weeks and then come back and win the championship. Yeah. Game. Like, like, you know, isn't she still engaged? Like, go plan a wedding, go get married, go have a honeymoon, go have a kid, and then come back. And then we'll see you then. That's a good, like, two years. You know, the sad thing is, like, Charlotte's good in the ring, but it's just, like, they make you not like Charlotte. Right. Like, she has good matches. She has some stinkers, too. Like, but it's just... In that promo, I almost wanted to put a ticker up because she said, I beat you at WrestleMania and cut her off by saying it probably a good 25 times, minimum. In a a, a less than 10-minute, you know, it was, like, Oh my gosh, shut up. I also don't think Charlotte should have been the person to beat Ronda Rousey one-on-one for the first time. Like that could have went to somebody else and helped them get established as a fucking star. Like, could you imagine anybody they're trying fucking, I mean, Sasha's already a star, but if Sasha beat Ronda Rousey or fucking Liv Morgan beat, that's unbelievable. But just for example, like Liv Morgan beats Ronda Rousey in a one-on-one match at a big fucking pay-per-view. She's made now. um, Because they had a promo for her. <clears throat> you could have brought like they brought Raquel is it Rodriguez now or Ugh, Gonzalez like her either way yeah whatever either way I feel like she's got some some violence to her that she and I don't know she's got more plausibility of beating Ronda and she's up she's you know for the NXT brand she's coming up she got moved to the main roster I think you build her up more and then you have her beat her that does more for her than it does Liv Morgan beating her just doesn't do it I you know yeah. I like Liv Morgan. I was just using her as but, an example. No, I know, but I mean, like, there's yeah. there's people on the main roster. Remember Eo Shirai? Her. What? 
Remember Io Shirai? Remember when like they treated Who's her like Io a big Shirai? deal? I haven't heard her name in forever. Yeah. Remember they treated her like a big deal? She had a great entrance. She had yep. great matches every fucking time she wrestled. She beat Ronda and not Ronda. She beat Charlotte and Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match and took mm-hmm. the title from them. Like from Japan. Everybody loves it. Remember her? Oh, yeah. Imagine her beating Ronda Rousey. She's on the same level as Zia Lee. Zia Lee was beating people and fucking having to intro and doing shit, and they haven't done shit with her either. Stop you know, and like, start. The only Just time I saw Io Shirai in the last couple of weeks was the promo with Raquel and her being thrown through the wall. So, I don't know. WWE needs to... I, with, the, with the women's uh, roster, that really is really deep. I mean... Mm-hmm. They, they, the problem it doesn't seem deep because they keep using the same people to do the same thing. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I get there's there's a diff, there is a hierarchy because there are a lot of people on their women's roster that don't really want to see because they can't talk or they can't wrestle. Uh, but for the most part, there's people that you don't see ever that could mm-hmm. be taking their spots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's NXT women that should be taking the roster before some of these people that are on the main roster are wrestling nonstop. Um, it's just it, they they keep putting these programs for the women that just get annoying and over with. Like I'm already done with Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. I'm done with Rhea being on TV in general. Like I don't I don't there's nothing about her that intrigues me or makes me want to tune in. Um, so I don't know. They need to figure out something to make that women's roster elevate to the level it should be at with more people. And not just keep and you said Charlotte Flair. I feel like Charlotte Flair is doing more damage for that women's division than she is doing positive. And I don't care what anyone says. Uh, people don't want to watch her. I know people they, they say people love her and she's the most watched person on there, whatever, whatnot. It doesn't I know I know a lot of people who don't tune in when she's on because her character just is not not something you want to watch. So I think the uh the the Rhea and Liv angle I'm intrigued by because I want to see what Liv can do with mm-hmm. somebody that's a powerhouse like that. I, I would have loved if it would have been opposite because it was so predictable that Rhea was going to turn on her. Yeah. I would have loved if it would have been Liv that turned on her, but Liv's a big fan favorite. Like, I'm pretty sure she gets a good reaction on house shows and shit like that. I mean, this is I feel has been like if a, she would have been the one to turn on, on Rhea Ripley, she still would have been cheered. Yeah. I, I think this is like sink or swim for Liv Morgan now. Like, yeah. Of the riot squad, she was the one that lasted. They clearly saw something in her. They kept her. She wrestled Becky at fucking day one for the title. Almost beat her like a couple times. Had really good matches with Becky. Like the, I'm not a big fan. Live on the mic, but one, I mean, she's gonna get males to tune in because she's Liv Morgan, <laughs> and two, she's getting really better in the ring, like a lot better. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see her versus Rhea. Um. I do like Rhea going back heel and being like a powerhouse ass kicking machine. If you can't tell, this is a fucking, this is headed straight to fucking Rhea versus Bianca more than likely at SummerSlam. And I'm, I'm here for that. Cause those are two like big, strong fucking wrestlers that I want to see go at it. Yeah. I think that, uh, that'll do a lot of good for, for Bianca to have someone bigger and stronger looking than her. Not saying that she is strong because I think Bianca's pretty fucking strong. Yeah. Um, but that match, I think that match is gonna hit hard. And I think I, I'm all for that match. I can't stand Rhea Ripley, but I'm all for that pairing. Um, speaking of champions, Roman Reigns hits over 600 days. Just want to give that shout out real quick because the man, the tribal chief, carrying that shit, the WWE undisputed universe champion. 
Um, realistically, how far do you see that going? Do you think it hits two years? Do you think he goes WrestleMania? Why not? I mean, he. I mean, he, he's got to find it. a way to drop one of the belts. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna combine the belts. I don't think. He's got to find a way. They got to find a way to for him to get rid of one of those belts without actually losing. But so what if yeah. they have a? What if they have like a separation match at SummerSlam? No, they can't do that because they had SummerSlam match last year. I'm like, I think he's just what if, Cena, though, what if Cena comes back and they have like a uh, like a two out of three match or two you know two two falls match, first match for this title, first second match for this title. Roman wins one, Cena wins the other. Cena gets the record. Um, I don't know, man. I want. I'm not gonna. Lie. I want to see Cena back on TV. I miss Cena. I feel like they need to build another star that can beat. Maybe it's Austin Theory. <laughs> Maybe Austin Theory is going to be the one to take the belts off Roman. How do you like that shit? Um, I don't want The Rock to come back and beat Roman. I don't want Cena to come back or The Undertaker or any of these old fucks. Like, let Seth Rollins, let Kevin Owens beat him. Let somebody that's on the roster now that could be made a bigger star be the one to beat Roman. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be. Right now, I'm not tired of seeing Roman as a champion. I don't know how good his character works. EJ Reese says Cody. I don't think you can have Cody beat him. I think Cody could be the next champion if Roman forfeits one. Or maybe have Cody win money in the bank and cash in on Roman. But then he's not a babyface if he cashes in like in a kind of a chicken shit way, right? Like if he challenges yeah, he him to have, a match. It doesn't have to be a chicken shit way because the, the, who is the last face to cash in and win? Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but look who he did it against, though. He did it against Rollins, where there was history there. Right. And it was right after, like, that was the night the Shield all had the title at the same, like, the same night. Um, But look at that. Ever since then, it's been Brock, and Strowman had it, right? Yeah. And then uh, Miz slash uh, No Neck, uh, whatever his name is. Can't fucking think of his name right now. Otis. Um, oh, you're talking about Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Otis yeah, I mean, ended up losing it to Miz. Like he never exactly. got the fucking cash in. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I can't see who's gonna beat Roman again. I I I'm a big time Cody fan. I don't think Cody should be the one to beat him. But it's gonna be Damian Priest. It'd be maybe it'll be Edge. It'll be uh it'll oh, be I weird mean, it to be. if they let Cody win. To basically take a quote unquote mid carder from AEW because he was never a champion over there and come in and beat Roman Reigns, the guy you fucking built up for 10 years now, and the guy from AEW just walks in and fucking beats him. Uh, I mean, he did lay the groundwork this week in his promo with Rollins that, you know, he's been management level the last two years. Um, It's kind of building him up as not just a mid carder, but someone who's like, yeah. managing the business kind of thing. I don't know. I think it adds a little value to him. Not so much as a mid-card talent. Um, let's take a quick break. Not long at all. And then we'll come back and, and finish and wrap up the show. Um, here on Twitch, this is Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya You might get beat down on talk of mania Listen to the whole team, the crossbody at work It'll make you realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah! Welcome back to Boot to the Face The sounds of Mr. Chaos Rapping about full press coverage And all of your favorite wrestling podcast that we have going on in this little network we have. Um, and we were talking that, about... We got to wish him a happy birthday. It's his birthday this week. Happy birthday. Chaos. And a belated happy anniversary to him and the wife also. That is true. Um, you know, since, since birthday week is like John Cena, Britt Baker, and a favorite here at Boots to the Face, Heidi Katrina. Yes, sir. Heidi Katrina, she's, what's she, like 27, 28 now? 33, some shit like that? I think she said 33. Um, But yeah, happy birthday to her. Love us some Heidi Katrina. You know who she's better than? Santana Garrett. My wife actually came down to my office the other day and goes, why is that picture on the floor right there? And I said, because we don't recognize her as a fucking boot to the face family member anymore. That's why. She was, she was like, okay, and walked away like real awkwardly. <laughs> like, okay. don't ask questions I, you don't want I'm answers to. Down here throwing tantrums and shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Uh, so let's talk AEW this week. Um, two announcements came out of uh, Wednesday night. Um, one of them, it's kind of kind of been in the works for a little while now, and looks like it's going to be happening uh, to the point where high as high, high as fuck. Tony Khan tells the the audience to be ready for after the show because apparently they did some live recording. Whoa, calm down, EJ. Calm down. <laughs> but the but the boot to the face for EJ out the room right now. Um, <clears throat> AEW's video game, which is a sim, a, you know essentially looks like it's been titled Forever Fight Forever. Uh, Ugh, video game expected man. to come out this year. It looks like September ish. Um, yeah, I don't know about this. Obviously, I think it sounds like Kenny Omega is working on this too. So we know, you know, he's a big video game guy. Uh, it'd be kind of like having you know Xavier Woods working on it too, um, for WWE. But do you think, do you think this game's going to be of quality or something worth getting? I think it'll probably break records. Mm-hmm. I think AEW fans are going to eat this shit up. I think no matter how bad or good the game is, they're going to tell you it's the best thing ever. Um, I'm excited for it. I haven't, I've basically retired from video games. I sold my Xbox one to Marco over at Chick Foley, um, or my Xbox series X or whatever. Like I couldn't wait to get it and I finally got it and then don't Mm -hmm. really give a fuck. My PlayStation four has been upstairs in my living room behind my TV for like a year now. (laughs) Like I use it to watch DVDs on or Blu-rays. Um, so I think this will pull me out of my 
video game retirement just to try the game out. It'll be cool to play with wrestlers that you don't get to ever play with, right? Like, you don't get to ever beat Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or fucking whoever else. Is Cody still going to be on the game, you think? Probably not. Probably not. Hmm. Uh, you don't get to play with fucking Britt Baker and Jade Cargill and fucking 2022 Sting's going to be on the game as an actual active wrestler, not somebody you go back and use fucking Surfer Sting as. Like, I think that shit's cool. I think, I don't know what the gameplay is going to be like, but I think in theory, just the fact that it's an AEW game is a big fucking deal. Uh, yeah. So I think I think the game will be liked whether it's good at the gameplay or not, just because it'll be something different. Right. No, I get that, and I completely understand. I agree with that a little to, to it as well. Uh, I don't know if I've been something I'm going to get going and run a shouldn't get, but I think I eventually I would probably pick it up and play it. Uh, maybe like Black Friday, shit goes on sale, might grab it. So, um, But the other news that came out, we got people showing up, because come June... The Forbidden Door will open, not just mm. in terms, but with the new pay-per-view. AEW New Japan present Forbidden Door. I'm I'm not going to lie. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Although some this. of the promos around it is just fucking stupid. Um, you know, first time the show this big with New Japan. It's like, oh, did, did, did you guys not see, see uh, G1 Supercard? Because that that was a pretty big, pretty pretty, pretty big show. They just sold uh, out a little little stadium, a little arena called Madison Square Garden. You know, no big. You know, JY trying to take credit for that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, he won he won what? a fucking title that night, didn't he? No, he didn't win the ROH title that night. No, who won? Taven did. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Taven won the title that night, and then Okada won the 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 New Japan yeah. IWGP Championship, right? From Jay White, right? Uh, I don't think so. No. Who did Okada Jay White didn't have the title. Jay White didn't have the title after that. Huh. I can't remember. I was, uh, it seems to be a theme. I was heavily intoxicated at Madison Square Garden. Um, will it be <laughs> AEW mean, It New was Japan a long or? day because leading up to that night, we were at the busted open party and yeah, uh, a bunch of stuff like that. But, oh, he you know what? No, he, did. A... he did. He did lose the Jay White. Oh, he did yeah. lose the Okada. So Jay White was a champion. That's what I thought. He was the main, yeah. that was the main event. Um, EJ Reed in the chat has a great question, and I was just about to bring this up. Will it be AEW and New Japan or AEW versus New Japan? Back in the day, WCW used to have a pay-per-view with New Japan called, like, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they had a series of seven matches, WCW, a.k.a. USA, versus Japan, New Japan, and they kept score of it, and I think the seventh match was, like, Sting beating Yuji Nagata or some shit like that. But they did a, they kept up with it, and it was like a series. If it's not AEW versus New Japan, then what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't want to see an AEW and New Japan show and then have fucking Okada wrestle Ishii. I want to see fucking Okada versus Omega. I mean, we've already seen that, but, you know, just those are the first names I could think of. Like, I want to see AEW versus New Japan. Yeah, I uh, I think we, obviously, we see, we see the... Uh... Um, North America, or what's it? The North, yeah, North American Championship, um, the IWGP, the Ring of. I think you get all the titles on there. But here's the thing: I don't. I, I feel like it should be AEW versus New Japan. But then with the, everything they're talking, you know, the um, what do they call them? Disputed Elite and the Bullet Club. You know, Jay White showing up and being there with 
Adam Cole and the Bucks and are the Bucks back in going to be Bucks and Cole going to be back in with Bullet Club? Is Bullet Club going to be with the Elite again? Um, it's interesting because you know where does Jay White sit? Is he going to be on the Bullet Club side? Like if we get Bullet Club versus the the Elite, I'm good for that. Like, give mm-hmm. me that. Um, Tama we better get Tama Tonga. That's all I'm saying. Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa better show up because I, I I don't see a U.S. New Japan uh, U.S. show with New Japan and AEW, and they don't have god on there so they have i feel like they have to have god on there yeah um obviously the women there's going to be women's matches on there that's going to be all aew versus aew because they don't have you know any any women in new japan so i don't know i'm interested to see what they do with this i love it uh i love you know i like both shows i'm not gonna lie i even though i can watch the aew more i think i probably like new japan more than i do aew mm. um I think I have, you know, obviously there's people on the AEW that I, I absolutely love watching. Um, but, man, New Japan's got people on there that I I specifically watch at 2 in the morning because of who they are. You know what I mean? I'm not watching AEW at 2 o'clock in the morning. Fuck no. But I, I will stay up and watch New Japan show at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this. Uh, I'm excited about the thought of it. I hope it gets pulled off correctly. Also, question, where does ROH fit in all this? Are they going to invade? Is it going to be... Oh. Is it? Gonna, it's a forbidden door, so... Does it end up being a three-way, like, like New Japan versus ROH versus... Yeah. Does New Japan and ROH fucking team up and try to take down AEW? Like, we saw... I don't know if you watched uh, Rampage... You see fucking Jay White celebrating with Adam Cole at the end of Adam Cole's match this past week. What the fuck's going on there? Like, they have they have no ties together, am I right? Like, Jay White wasn't in the Bullet Club when Cole was there. Jay White got in Bullet Club when they kicked Adam Cole out. Right. So what the fuck are they doing celebrating together? <laughs> no idea. Um, also, Bullet Club, like, the longest fucking storyline <laughs> faction ever, like, but these motherfuckers were so big, like four or five just, years. Just think of this way: we could actually finally get a closure to the Bullet Club versus the Elite, and half the Elite is not even there anymore. Yeah, that's Cody's in fucking WWE, Omega somewhere making video games. Adam Cole, or Adam Page isn't part of AEW or uh, the Elite. Squirrel's gone. You know, it's just it's like yeah, ridiculous. But Man, all at I've... the same time, the Bullet Club isn't the same Bullet Club that either. I mean, who was that? Uh, Fale uh, is probably the only one still in the Bullet Club from back then. And, and Gata, no, Gata wasn't there. Um, yeah, it's like Fale is probably the only guy still the there. only original member. I, yeah. I wish we would have got some kind of closure to the elite getting their ass kicked in San Francisco by <laughs> by the Gorillas of Destiny and the uh, Firing Squad. But it is what it is. So yeah, I can't wait for that. I think I'm, I hope the build up to that is high octane and they really get it going. Um, if they do it right. That could be, that could be the biggest show they ever have. Yeah, you know what I mean. So where's that at? Uh, Chicago, probably. Of course, that's their territory. I mean, let's be honest. AEW is pretty much a glorified territory. They got they got the Northeast because they got Philly and New York. Then they got the Midwest because they got Chicago, and then they got the South. So basically, they're just a territory system with three territories. Let's just be honest. This is called what it is. 
I agree with EJ. He says Chris Bay needs to be there. I feel like Chris Bay has been. That's so another thing. So like, overlooked. does Impact join too? Because then you got the 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 um, the Good Brothers there who have been working with Jay White. Who have the, they've been working with? It's the Forbidden uh, Door pay per view. Everybody, okay. everybody can get it. It's gonna be everybody but WWE. <laughs> I don't know. We're fucking. Be, what if your Tribal Chief the- shows up? <laughs> oh, shit. oh my god. Talk about oh, oh. man. What if what if WWE's like you know what? We want part of this. We'll send three guys over, Pick and em. we're gonna make this shit happen. We'll we're send three wrestlers. We'll send, we'll send a bloodline over, or better yet, we'll send we'll send three wrestlers over there. Y'all get to pick. Who? You're 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 Tony Khan. Put your hat on. Gun to your head right now. You got thirty seconds to answer. Three wrestlers off the entire WWE roster, male or female. You can just pick, and we'll send them over there for the Forbidden Door pay per view. Who you sending? I mean, first of all, I would say just bloodline all together. But yeah. if you throw women in there, that changes it up. Yeah, it's everybody. Wrestlers. Yeah, you got to send Roman. Uh, I feel like you have to. If it's Tony Khan saying it, he, I guarantee he wants Charlotte Flair. Mm. I would I would send Becky. Mm. But he, I start taking Tony Khan's mindset. You know, why wouldn't you want Charlotte Flair there in your program? I'm you sending I mean? Roman. He ain't inviting anybody. He's just... At the end of the night, his music is just going to Or at the beginning of the night, his music is just going to hit. He's going to come put a, cut a promo and then probably whoop somebody's ass like Trent Barretta or somebody like that. Right? I'm sending Bianca to fight Jade Cargill because seeing them two motherfuckers matched up. Just the fucking, just the square off the face-to-face of those two. My God. I'm, I'm paying for it. Like, I'm on my way to Chicago if you tell me those two are fighting. Um... And then after that, I'm probably sending like a comedy act. Somebody like Corbin. I'll send Corbin over there to shit talk everybody in AEW and then like get his ass kicked by like Eddie Kingston. Orange Cassidy or something. Do you imagine Happy Corbin and Orange Cassidy in a fucking oh. promo together? Like I'm sending that kind of shit. Like I'm giving I'm giving you the best of everything. Like a dichotomy of it. Like sports entertainment all day. Um that's what I would do. Dig it. I can't wait to see what we have. The fact that it's in June, it makes me want to fly out there for this event. Mm. Um, I won't because July is going to be expensive as fuck for me already because I got the <laughs> All-Star game, I got Comic-Con, and I got SummerSlam. So, um, fuck, I better have a good Memorial Day. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, last thing, uh, just, just one rumor thing out there. I want to hit it real quick. Rumors out there that Bret Hart signed a WWE lucrative contract to do what? keeping him basically from AEW. And I don't know, but keeping him from AEW. Do you think that if this is true, that Bret gets back on TV on WWE, or is it just like a Legends deal just to pay him off so he doesn't go to AEW? But at the same point, like if that's the case, why would like why is WWE so worried about Bret Hart being at WWE? I don't think they are. I think it's I think. I mean, shit went south with Bret Hart during the screw job, but it's all been water under the bridge That's now. Been squashed for yeah, exactly. Decades, and I think Vince recognizes like Bret Hart was a big part of this fucking like success of this company. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want to say that they want to say, "Oh, well." Yeah, I mean, the early nineties was, was yeah. because of him. He was your guy that came Hogan after left. Hogan. It yeah, was, it was Bret Hart. It was fucking Bret carrying the flag <laughs> between Hogan and Michaels. It was Bret Hart. He was the fucking guy, and he carried the company. And honestly. 
his fucking heel run when he was Team Canada was probably the coolest shit I had seen in wrestling until then. Like, and with the feud with Stone Cold and making him a fucking star, like, they've got a lot to do, or Bret Hart's got a lot to do with a lot of success that WWE has had. I think they just want to get him back in the fold, sell some fucking t-shirts, sell some meet and greets, sell some fucking, you know, him maybe being on TV here and there. There's nothing he can do in the ring. He doesn't need to be in the ring anymore. That match with him and Vince was the shits. What, like, if, uh, what, if, what if him and Natalia, what if Natalia's like, you know what, I want to fucking put you down, Uncle Brett. And Natalia's like, I want to fight Brett. And then I'm going to retire. I don't, I don't think that that would be well for anybody. <laughs> I don't think it would be either, but that's the kind of stupid shit that they would do. Yeah. Also, uh, while you're talking about Natalia, them things, his thing in Nightheart, uh, her and her and Shayna came out Friday and interrupted your tag team champions and want to match with them. Uh, you got Sasha and Naomi wearing the same fucking jumpsuit coming out, looking like a real tag team. Uh, I don't understand this, Marty. Why would you book Shayna to shove Sasha on her ass and then have Naomi stop Sasha from fighting her and then just hold the titles up? Like you just got punked. I don't understand. I don't understand why even have Shayna touch her. Why not have Shayna like slap the shit out of her if she's gonna do something and then run away? Don't have her stand there and your tag team partner be like, save it for later. That's a heel move. You gotta pay me to fight. A face just whoops your ass right then and there. Like, I don't know. I I didn't understand that whole fucking thing, but I don't I don't know too many tag teams that I'm excited to see face Sasha and Naomi, but I am excited to see Sasha and Naomi keep keep the titles and keep going. Yeah, I think they're gonna have for a little while. I feel like um I feel like they hold them. I think, you know, we leads to maybe a night of champions. Um, I think you bring NXT up. I you think. Know. I think you bring. Becky's coming back tomorrow. Bailey. Becky goes tag team at any point. I think she not only goes tag team, but I think she teams up with Bailey. Oh, Bailey returned. What well, they both returned tomorrow night? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They both return. They like kind of like about Becky being there, and often Bailey shows up too. They kind of scrap a little bit, and, Ooh, and then realize that's a SummerSlam that, match right there. Yeah, and then realize that they're after the same fucking thing, and some kind of way they get into a tag team title match with Naomi and and Sasha versus Becky and Bailey. It, I, I think know. that's how you get Becky to stay fresh. Yeah, put her in a tag team. Put her she with somebody. She hasn't done that, so why not? Put her in a tag team with somebody she doesn't get along with, yet they still keep winning. Kind of like Stone Cold and fucking Shawn Michaels back in the day, but like a longer run. Two right. tag team people that <laughs> don't get along, but they keep winning because they both like winning. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I And again, you're right. Like That's how you keep her fresh because I don't think you can have Becky <laughs> not be involved in the world title picture as a singles wrestler. And her still be able to talk the shit she's talking. I right. think she's gonna need somebody like Bailey to play off of just to kind of just give her a year away from the title, and then you know maybe next. Let her stay be heel because Bailey will come back as a heel, and then just that that com- comedic timing and, and the way that they talk to each other and talk yeah. about everyone else. Yeah, you get to keep that heel heat on her as well. And then maybe Sasha can run and go get Charlotte to be her partner. Speaking of heels, uh, I want to bring this up real quick. The whole bullshit with with Sammy Guevara. And then we're switching back to AEW. Was there a double turn there? Is is Scorpio and Ethan Page are, are they fucking faces again? Or faces now? Because that whole some uh, Monday or Wednesday night between Scorpio and 
and Frankie Kazarian, and then the Ethan Page, him coming out with Lambert, talking about, uh, you know, with the promo with, with uh, Guevara. Like, they're, they're coming out. They're not com- they're not coming out of his heels anymore. Everyone's cheering them. Is it just because they're going up against a bigger heel that they're getting cheers? Or it just it is just kind of the way things are going? I think AEW needs to quit. Um, I think they need to recognize the error of WWE's ways with a guy like Roman, where you keep trying to push this guy as a face when nobody likes him. And I think <clears throat> that they're fucking... I think they're going with the flow of it with Sammy. Like, mm-hmm. Sammy's a heel online. He's a heel with people that, like, pay attention to the backstage shit. So why not make him a heel? I think it's hard to... I think it's hard to boost Scorpio Sky, at least from my perspective. Right? Absolutely. There's nothing to not like about the guy. What do you not like about him? He's fucking young, athletic as fuck, good-looking, good on the mic, like, good moveset. Like, how do you not like Scorpio Sky? So I think it's hard to make somebody like that. I don't think he's a natural heel either. Like, even when he was in SCU and they were trying to be heels, he was the reason I liked SCU. I don't give a fuck about Christopher Daniels. I don't care about Frankie Kazarian. Like, I liked him because of Scorpio Sky. This is the worst town I've ever been in, and people are still cheering him on because it's fucking – it's Scorpio Sky. He's a lovable guy. You know what I mean? Like, I I enjoy the shit of it. I've interacted with him a few times, and, you know, women are wrestling and and stuff like that. The the guy is cool as hell. Right. You know what I mean? And I think it comes uh, through on TV. Like, it's hard to boo somebody like that. Right. Um, oh, and actually, you know, this whole the promo the other night was the first time that Ethan Page was out there that I was actually kind of entertained by him. Mm. Before that, I was like, yeah, just get the fuck off screen. You know? Yeah. So Dan Lambert, though, they got to get rid of him some kind of way. <laughs> they got to get rid of him quick. Yeah. He, if they're going to transition to be faces, they can't have Dan Lambert with him because yeah. he's he's not a face. He's too, he's too fucking And that's annoying. the thing, too. They, they're going to give him an intergender match. So, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be Scorpio and Paige Van Zandt. Oof. And, and let's talk about this. Like, Tech Conti, I don't know, man. She was on the on the, her her trajectory was to the fucking top of the universe. She teams up now. She's with with Sammy Guevara, and I feel like she's just stalemated, man. I think her look, her attitude, her everything about her. It was like, oh, really? They just like destroyed her. They're putting more emphasis on her being Sammy's girlfriend than her being a really legit fucking wrestler. And I think that's. I mean, six months ago, we're talking about her taking the title from Britt Baker. Yeah, we were, and she should have been the one to do it. We talked about that in fucking ad nauseum on here that she should have been the one mm-hmm. and now it's like i can't see her beating fucking red velvet speaking of speaking of red velvet red velvet Man, kiara it's... hogan and fucking oh. jade cargill if that's not a fucking stable that's yep, it that's all that's, i got um, on that one that's i ain't yeah. gonna say i ain't gonna say nothing else <laughs> yeah yeah um... just, give me some t-shirts i enjoy it I don't know what they're going to call the group, the baddies, maybe. I wouldn't wear that, but whatever. You know you would. I you know you would. I might. WrestleMania t-shirt week, I might. Who knows? <laughs> so that's all I got for, for wrestling this week. That's all I got for boots in the face. Um, you know, anything you got? Fuck no, man. Get out of here. Loving. Uh, there's no pay-per-views on this week. No, uh, we got two weeks from today. We got, we'll have Backlash two weeks after that. Uh, we'll have or three weeks after that we'll have double or nothing. Yeah. So got some shit coming up, but I know Impact had a pay per view last night. I didn't. Sadly, I didn't watch it. Um, 
long day yesterday. Completely forgot that it was on. I went and read the results and all that, but I know it's hard I didn't to realize say, there's one on. I know it's hard to say saying that I didn't watch it, but if you're out there and you can watch Impact, give Impact a chance, man. Impact's been good lately. Impact's yeah, been good know, for I'm a while. I, I subscribe to Impact, so I have Impact Plus, and I didn't even I didn't even realize it was. Oh, that's why because I'm not signed into the fucking app. Wonderful. Yeah, Impact's been good for a while. Like, I, and I feel like Impact's been around 15, 20 years now, right? Like, I feel like there's so many ebbs and flows with they've, Impact. Well, they've been around longer than that, have they not? Nah, it's been it's been. About oh, I guess 15, it's like 2005. Years. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I feel like they've had so, so many ebbs and flows that when you say you watch Impact now, people are like, why? And it's like, because yeah. cause it's good. Like, <laughs> I know it's not on the same level as AEW and WWE, but Impact's consistently, uh, there's some shit on there I don't care for. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, though. Like, why isn't it on the same level as AEW? Because AEW's got a bigger budget? Probably. I mean, I mean yeah. let's be honest. Like, the talent and the programs are no different than what we see on AEW. Yeah. Impact's staying in their lane. They're not trying to... I think Impact made a mistake years ago when they went live on Monday nights versus Raw. They had mm-hmm. so much momentum going. They had a not a young version, but a younger version of Sting. They had RVD. They had all these top stars. Samoa Joe and AJ Styles were there. Like They had, home, they had a good mix of homegrown talent and like stars from WCW and WWE, fucking Kurt Angle, a wrestling machine when he came in, Kevin Nash and Booker T, and then you still had guys like Christopher Daniels and like all these guys that are still coming. They had such a perfect mix. They were doing so well, and then they went to live Monday nights, and they gave up on it so quick. They shouldn't do it to begin with, and then they gave up on it, and then management changed so many fucking times, and then Dixie Carter, in and out, in and out. Like it was so much... It was on Monday night one week, and then it'd be on Thursday night the next week. It was live one week. It'd be recorded the next week. There was so much bullshit with Impact back then that I think it kind of rubbed people the wrong way. EJ says Hogan. I think it was Hogan and Bischoff that ruined it. You are not lying, man. Once Hogan and Bischoff came along, it was it was a wrap. But they've consistently been really good. They got some young stars over there that are really fun to watch. They got a really good women's division. Um Again, some of the stuff I don't care too much for, like Sammy Callahan, I could care less about him, and he's always seems to be like on the forefront of getting pushed. Your boy Big Cass is over there. Don't really care about him. I, I try to like Moose. Um, really not there for Moose. Um, Cardona, yeah, right. But that's it. Other than that, like everybody else you name, I like watching over there. Mm-hmm. Um. I like Jay White being there, teaming up with Chris Bay, like EJ talked about in the chat earlier. I love their women's division. Um, their women's division is really fucking good. Tasha Steele's the champion. They got Mickey James. They got Deanna Perrazzo. Um, just their tag team division's good. I don't know. Impact's just a good show, and I don't think enough people are talking about it, including including us. I don't think we talk about Impact enough. Um, so maybe we need to change that. I don't know. I don't want to yeah, watch more wrestling, good. though. <laughs> so uh, yeah no you make a good point there uh i i said i i subscribe to impact plus so i've been trying to watch more and more of it um but yeah i think that eventually i think that's we add that more into it, it gives us a a round round because I mean, we've got let's be honest we got impact or we got wwe we got AEW, new japan mixes in ring of honor i feel is going to start making a comeback uh, and i feel like right now i think impact's a better thing to be talking about than ring of honor so you know 
We'll see what we got going on. There's a lot of stuff out there, but I look forward to it all. Well, that's all I got, Marty. You got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? That's all I got, man. Appreciate y'all who listen. Appreciate you guys joining the chat room. EJ, as always, thank you, sir. Um, but no, it's uh, again, follow us if you haven't done so. The links are on the bottom right there. But if not, with Instagram, boot to the face underscore Twitter, boot to the face. Follow us on full press coverage, uh, Patreon. Um, you know, all of our is, is in our link tree. Click on that, you can find us where we're at, and then like us, share us, retweet us, and then tell your friends about us, man. Can't appreciate that much or anymore. Yep, and I am going to Home Depot as soon as I hit the end stream button here. Gonna get some mulch, gonna do some yard work. <sighs> Not looking forward to it. Can I just podcast all day? You know, how long you wanna go? You got work today, Marty? Let's just fucking talk I don't about work wrestling. Today, but I can go drop kids off. <laughs> just talk about wrestling all day. Um <laughs> But yeah, like Marty said, appreciate everybody to join the chat. We will be back next week, same time, eleven p.m. East, eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. Until then, this has been episode one eighty-one for Marty. I'm Rucker. Peace. Later.